What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah. Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Folks... This is Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What is up? How is everybody doing? Shout out to the Goon Squad. Welcome in to Studio 34. I'm your host, the closer, Chris Ventra. As you can see behind me, this is the Fantasy Football Frenzy. And of course, I'm joined alongside my boys, Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, and George Kurtz. Fantasy Taz, how you doing today, brother? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's Friday, getting ready for these Sunday games. And again, still looking forward to Turkey Day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, next week, at the short week, you know, you got Hang out with family uh, for most of the weekend, four-day weekend. There you go right there. I'm sure everybody, you know, does. Everybody listening and everybody we know. Uh, but there is, some, there is some content on Thursday morning, I believe. So stay tuned yep. and yes, look out is. for that. All right. A regular, I believe it's a regular Sunday morning uh, lineup yeah. On, yeah. on Thursday. Okay, there you go right there. Fancy Taz told you what it's about. All right, George Kurtz, what's up, my man? How you doing? Did you... Uh, you have f- fun watching the game last night. Uh, I mean, fun. The game was disappointing. <laughs> I thought there'd be more points scored, be more of a uh, high-scoring affair. We didn't see that. So I don't know if I had fun, but uh, it was competitive. I think Watson did fumble at the end, so I think the Colts may have gotten screwed there. Uh, but uh, they didn't really give that much of a review. But, hey, it was a football game. Better than nothing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it went exactly how you know people would have thought. Or how the public would have thought. Like, so the bookies had minus three and a half for Houston. They won by three, 20 to 17. I mean, you know, that close. It, it went according to game script in that sense. But the, the Colts did not go according to plan, I guess you would say, right? So we all liked, well, you guys liked T.Y. Hilton. I plugged in T.Y. Hilton, as you guys said, and uh, that didn't work out so well. He did drop couple balls there that could have led to a bigger day, but... Uh, he dropped one. One was deflected by the cornerback. Everyone thinks yeah, he dropped. It, was it literally... That's not a drop. I know. That's what... I, I said that, too. I said... So, like, it literally tipped his finger. And yeah. that little tip really does affect it because he thought that ball was going right in his chest. He had his hands ready to catch it right here, and it went up a little higher. Right. What's got to do is change it by anything. The speed of the ball could be changed. When you're bringing your hands to your chest, could change how you're catching the ball. As soon as something is tipped, it's really not on the receiver anymore. It's just bad luck. It's a good play by the defensive back. It was. He, really he, what it was. He completely laid out. The other one, however, was a drop. Yeah. <laughs> no, no excuse for that one. <laughs> you got to catch that. 
Exactly. And Brissett wasn't good last night. He was awful this passes, and they didn't throw he as was. much as I thought was they would. Way off. Right. Right. Wasn't he, Jim? It was, it was just a oh. strange game. That knee, I mean, I, that that brace he's wearing. I mean, I had to wear that bulky, brace. That yeah. brace he's wearing on his knee is bulky. It's uncomfortable if you're not used to it. And uh, I think he's still having problems with that knee, with the brace. Maybe he's not stepping into his throws. Maybe it's in his head. Whatever it is, he's uncomfortable. He, yeah, he looks like he's uncomfortable. He wasn't. He wasn't very good last night against a depleted Texan secondary. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't making the greatest of decisions and throws, but. He did have four carries for 20 yards and a touchdown. That was their first touchdown of the game, the Colts, when he ran it in. But Jonathan Williams, I wish I knew that Jonathan Williams was going to have all the carries. I mean, not all of them. I mean, they ran the ball a lot here. I mean, 26 carries for Jonathan Williams. Nine carries for Naheem Hines. I mean, you're talking, that's a lot of running right there. They literally went, run all the way. The Colts. And we thought they would might air it out against this defense and uh all the way except for Wilkins. <laughs> yeah, I mean Wilkins. The didn't one we touch were worried about didn't even step on the field, <laughs> I, I don't think. <laughs> and that's what bothers me because like now I feel like I made the wrong choice here, Jim. Uh, I mean, like I sat Jonathan Williams in two or three leagues. I a didn't lot start of, him look, in one. Chris, it, a lot of people did. There yeah. was reasons to believe that the you know, it would be a committee or Wilkins could even take the role. There was no way to guarantee that Williams was going to do what he did. Right. So, you know, if, if you started him and got lucky, good for you. That's how it works. Sometimes it just works that way. Mm-hmm. Um, other times it doesn't. I mean, the week, just the week before, everybody was going crazy over Brian Hill <laughs> and he did nothing. So, you know, it, hey, look, if, if this was a precise science, we'd all be millionaires. I know, right? You're right. I mean, I just, I wish I knew that the volume would have been, like, if I knew that the volume was going to be there, I might have plugged him in. Well, that's always the question. I know. (laughs) That was the exact question. How much volume would he have? Well, because, also, once again, who did you bench him for? Oh, God. Um, Rojo. (laughs) I have Devin Singletary and Rojo, RB1 and 2 right now, because I have Devin Cook on by. I'm starting Singletary over Williams. Uh, Yeah, that I'm doing for sure. Rojo is probably closer, but. Even that, I probably would have gone with Rojo. He's scoring touchdowns before last week. Yeah. So, once again, your analysis was probably correct. The results aren't going to work out your way. That happens to all of us. Right, right. You know, as long as you make the right decisions, you didn't start some bum, some four-string bum over him. Like, oh, well, what was I thinking with this guy? That's right. not the case. Yeah. The, it's not, it's not going to work out for you. So, I certainly wouldn't blame you for what you did. <laughs> I mean, I mean, here's the thing. Like, because sometimes it's a question of volume, but sometimes it's a question of, with a guy like Jonathan Williams, is he talented? Like, like his talent level. Like, is he good enough to get me a big game here at RB2 or something or flex or whatever? And I guess he is. The answer is yes right now. <laughs> the answer is yes right now. So the, the, I found this stat on Twitter, and I, I, I forgot who put it out there, so I, I apologize for that. It, it's not coming to me. Uh, but uh, a- after his second game, Jonathan Williams now has more 100-yard rushing games than Le'Veon Bell. Alvin Kamara, Todd Gurley, David Johnson, James Conner, Joe Mixon, David Montgomery, Devontae Freeman, Miles Sanders, Philip Lindsay, and Damian Williams. Wow. Yeah. Fresh legs? <laughs> Fresh legs, man? You can't write this stuff. I know. You can't. There's no way to write this stuff. I mean, if we think about it, though, right? So, George, every year we find a running back or, you know, any position really, but the running back seems to stand out the most in this instance where you have a running back that pops up out of nowhere due to injury or something else underperformance and becomes a league winner because they carry you to the to the playoffs through the playoffs and to the championship last year was cj anderson and a few years back it was tim hightower and you know you've had these years like this so uh is maybe jonathan williams is that guy and you know you got to keep your eyes open because this happens almost every year where a guy's the reason why some people wanted to try the zero running back strategy yeah you can Makes find sense. Two or three guys like this. There you go, right there. Yeah, but all the guys that tried the zero running back strategy grabbed all the rookie running backs late. Yeah. That has not. That worked has not out worked. Well. Yep. We'll be right back <laughs> on a Friday. SportsGrid.com: Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips, 24/7, as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like. Meh. Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash Papertarian. Yeah. What is up? Welcome back, Fantasy Football Frenzy, on a Friday. Your last chance to get in your licks before you have to put in your lineups for Week 12. If you got questions, we got answers for Week 12. You're heading into the playoffs. Got to make moves, and you got to make the right calls. So, 844-843-6879. Okay, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Let's use the other number. 347 767-6614. My apologies. Goon Squad. All right. That phone. Give it one more time. 347-767-6614. That's the number to dial. And don't forget, we're on every day, 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. Weekdays on the Sports Grid Network. Get on the grid. Zumo TV, Channel 719. Pluto TV, Channel 517. And wherever you guys listen to podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stir, the list goes on. All right. Do we uh, do we have a special phone number for the people on Pluto to call us? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that is yet, though. I'm assuming this is it. Three four seven seven six seven six six one four. Remember that. All right, Goon Squad. So uh, we were talking a little yesterday. I mean, yesterday, not yesterday, just before last segment uh, about the running backs that pop up out of nowhere and. I mean, you know, sometimes you got to jump on board with these guys. I, I'm a little worried about certain things this week, Fantasy Taz Gym Day. So let's go over who you think is a definite start for you that maybe for other people might not be. You know? Uh, I'm just actually typing something in the chat room that goes along that. I'm going to go with Darius Geis. Yeah. Uh, I actually like Geis this week. He looked pretty good in limited work last week. I like his matchup this week against the Lions, who, you know, are pretty bad against the run. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, one of the worst in the league against the run. So, you know, Redskins at home. I think they really go heavy on the run game here, and I think that really features Geis as he starts to roll along. So, I, I like Geis a lot this week. I actually have him uh, pretty high as a ranking. I have him what I have him at uh, 15 this week. Uh, that's how much I think he's going to do a, a damn good job against his defense yeah 
Yeah, right. I mean, last week, you know, he played pretty well. He had the touchdown in the receiving game, one catch for 45 yards. I mean, that's where the bulk of his numbers came from. But uh, he looked good on the ground, too. So yeah, I'm absolutely with you on that one. Um, George, is there is there anyone you think that stands out to you that maybe uh, a lot of people might not think of starting? Well, looking for a lower, uh, what, a lower-ranked running back that you'd probably put in there? Oh, it could be anybody. Wide receiver. Doesn't matter. Oh, man, I don't know if anybody stands out. I mean, are we going to play the game with Detroit? Who are you going to start there? I mean, I, I, yeah, I want right. to start Scar. I just got a funny feeling we get screwed out of this. Yeah. Hey, this won't be the Bo Scarborough week. That Maybe it was because, you know, he's the ex-Cowboy playing Dallas last week. That's why he was big. And I can see this being almost a nightmare on, uh, uh, on Sunday. Maybe it's the McKissick week. Mm. Yeah, you know, this, uh, this worries me a lot. And I have them ranked similarly because I'm not so sure. And I don't want to jump on. Uh, that bandwagon. Um, oh, and I don't know if anybody. Yeah, he Mostert, San Fran, Green Bay had problems with the run this year. Right. You know, they're banged up. Coleman's been a little quiet of late. Braid is banged up. So maybe it's a Mostert week. Yeah, could be. I mean, uh, what's the deal with, with Breida right now? Is he questionable? Last I saw, he was. Yeah, yes. questionable. All right. So, yeah, if he's out, you would think Mostert would get a good amount of work. I mean, but Jeff Wilson could get involved too. I mean, he. He had the touchdown, and he was the guy for San Francisco last game. So uh, the guy that got it done in terms of running backs, the other running backs, Coleman and Mostert, couldn't really get it done. So, uh, yeah, it's tough to call San Francisco. I hate these committees. You know, these committees are killer out there. Uh, Like I thought the Colts might have been, like the Lions might be. Now, a lot of people might start Scarborough because they see Jonathan Williams get 26 carries for 100 yards and a touchdown. So I could see a lot of people getting pushed to start Scarborough, but I just don't know. I mean, it, it could be a committee, like uh, George said. You know, you could see it be McKissick Day or, or even uh, Ty Johnson maybe gets involved. Who knows? But let's do it like this. Let's go, let's go game by game here. I just want to break down these games. Let's start with the Carolina Panthers at New Orleans Saints. The Panthers are plus 9.5, uh, plus 3.50 on the money line on the road here. Over under 46.5. Pretty high. So, George, I'll start with you. Uh, do you like any of this in terms of wagering, first of all, before we talk about fantasy? Oh, in terms of wagering? Oh, yeah. well, that's, that's something a little different here. A little wagering. Um, yeah, so a little betting here. Uh, I, think, I think Carolina's running on fumes. I think uh, I don't want to say they've been lucky this season because I don't think that's fair, but I think the Kyle Allen magic maybe is going away. Yeah. You know? Uh, so, uh, I think the Saints are... Are uh, doing the opposite. They're getting ready for that playoff push, for that number one seed push. I like the Saints a lot as far as wagering is concerned. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna touch cover. the over under. Yeah, I think the Saints will cover. Uh, I don't like the. Uh, I'm not gonna touch the over under. I just don't trust that offense anymore in Carolina outside of really CMC. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the only, only person I really uh, would go with there. There'll be props I'm gonna play, of course, but that's for every game. Uh, I love my props. <laughs> you love your props. All right, that's good. Yeah, I like props. that. I mean, Brissett would have been a bad prop last night. I mean, that didn't even come close. He wouldn't have broke 133 and a half. Yeah, I had, Let alone had the over. I had the over yeah. 233. You know, <laughs> like, well, you know what? I'm, that's funny. I said better. I like that. If you're not going to win, don't even come close. Yeah. Don't get 232 because that'll drive me insane. <laughs> he, I lost. He wasn't close. I, I lost. Fine. It's like when you, yeah. like you play in a game. You know, I'm a hockey guy. I play a lot of hockey. I lose 7 nothing. I lost. <laughs> what am I, I lost. Who cares? Yeah. I lose Oh, you would have loved my high school hockey team then. We my my high school was great at, at football. We had a good, we had one of the best basketball teams in the country. As a matter of fact, two years I was there, they were number one in the country. Baseball teams were good. You know, we had a decent soccer team, and then we came to hockey. <laughs> now my guys tried hard. Don't don't get me wrong, but my Mount Vernon <laughs> High School was in a place where most of the teams they played ice hockey on, almost all of them had their own practice rinks. The Mount Vernon guys had to go to a local hockey rink at usually at like 2.30 in the morning to get practice yep. time type of thing. And these guys would go on the ice, and they would fight. And they had a really good goalie. It really, I mean, this kid was awesome at goalie, except he would get peppered with 60 or 65 shots a game. That's ridiculous. And they would end up losing 17 nothing. <laughs> Maybe they get lucky and score one. Uh, but oh, it, it it was atrocious. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Seventeen nothing, seventeen one every game, ten one. I mean, at that uh, point, if, if 
you know, the goal, like I said, the goalie was really good. If you put him on a good team, he would have flourished. Uh, but on this team, when these guys, you know, uh, I, yeah, let, let's just say they wouldn't have made good figure skaters either. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's brutal. Well, well, my I, high school, uh, uh, Vinny Testaverde went to my high school. He graduated the uh, year before I started. But I did graduate with his sister. Yay. <laughs> what else did you do with his sister? <laughs> Don't get oh, into dear. that. Trust me, uh, I didn't. I didn't really like her all that much. She was. Uh, she thought of who she was, and of course, uh, she wasn't the most attractive person on the planet. Yeah, uh, uh, that's, as opposed uh, that's, to you. Okay, I yeah, get that's it. subjective. Well, I mean, she's about twice my size. <laughs> so, uh, big girl, there you go right nicely. There. His parents were nice, though. They owned a flower, uh, like a car, one of those Hallmark card shops. Parents were cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, Vinny. You know, I, I assumed he was pretty cool. I didn't seem like he. He was. He was a quiet guy. Yeah. Met him at pool uh, pool hall a couple of times. He he liked to shoot pool. He was a quiet guy. Yeah, huge. My God, was he big? He was like, "Hi, Vin." What was he like? Six? How four? are you? Oh, it, it seemed like he was like nine foot tall. He was <laughs> he was tall. You know, tall that skinny tall thing. He just looked, uh, but built. Yeah. Not like a not like a twig. But uh, he, he didn't bother him. But he, he was a, he was a fine guy. He wasn't like he was going to get you know get away from me. He'd say hello and then go about his business. Yeah, he was. He seemed like a chill dude. Uh, but you're right. I mean, listen. The close calls are the ones that hurt the most. Losing by point one in fantasy, yeah. I'd rather get blown out. That's the I mean, moral. Because like you, you waited the whole week for the stat <laughs> correction. Don't you wait for the stat correction? You're praying for, by yeah, Thursday, Thursday you win? Yeah, for Thursday. Please, please. Come on. Please, please. I don't even look, though, because I'm like a point one. Like, ah, I'm, I, it just makes me sick. I don't even want to look at, at the page again. Like, I don't want to go there. Uh, yeah, it aggravates me. You start looking over and your And it was decisions. funny. I didn't even know about our game that I beat you like that until Spit Speeds Put it up. Uh, sent the, the tweet. <laughs> I was talking about it. Yeah. I was like, damn, he noticed it before I did, or you did. <laughs> yeah, sh- I mean, shout out to Dane Spin Speeds. He digs for those uh, Game of Inches calls. So, <laughs> I mean, he found, I mean, I've had already had like three this season by myself. So, I'm sure he's found plenty. All right. Um, all right, we're heading to break right now, but I want to break down these games. So, minus nine and a half, New Orleans Saints. He likes to cover, George. All right, we'll talk about the fantasy aspect. It won't of be a large amount, I'll tell you that. Give us a call. We'll answer your questions before week 12. Fantasy Football Frenzy on a Friday. Yeah. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. 
Are you caught in a teenage wasteland? Well, then it's time to get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this show can get a deposit bonus up to $500. Here's how it works. One, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. Two, make a deposit. Three, place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it with a 50% bonus up to $500. This offer is eligible for all users, plus new users will get a risk-free bet of up to $200. Just go to sportsgrid.com backslash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com backslash DK. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Back yeah. to you, Mr. There you go right there. Fantasy Taz, Jim Day reads. Welcome back on a Friday Fantasy Football Frenzy. Real quick, there's some latest around the NFL. Alshon Jeffrey takes part in practice today. So uh, keep your eye on Jeffrey Whoopee. coming into the weekend. Some people like the guy. I'm personally Whoopee. not on that bandwagon. <laughs> Sterling, <laughs> Seattle this week, I might like him too. Yeah, it is a good matchup. But Wentz is real. I was looking at Fanduel. Wentz is really cheap on Fanduel. There's a reason Wentz is really cheap on Fanduel. Why is He's he so bad. cheap? He sucks. <laughs> he sucks. I He's mean, sucking this year. How can he, he say really he's is. not? He I know. Every I other him. year, he was playing great. And then got hurt. Okay, fine. This yeah. year, he's not hurt, and he's not playing great. Is it so much so that just because they don't have a deep threat, this can't, this guy can't make it happen? What's the fact here? I, I mean, look, they, even when they had yeah. Jeffrey, they weren't getting the problem. it done. Yeah. Go ahead, Jim. I, I think that is the problem. I think the Sean Jackson being out is what uh, Jim was sitting at yeah. there, is that everybody else is a plotter. Right, I mean, uh, the tight ends are great, but they're plotters. There's no one to stretch the defense out. All 11 guys within that little, you know, 20 yard box right around the ball there. And Wentz has been off anyway. He just hasn't been as good as he normally is. Right. And Aguilar, like he could make plays happen, but he's also very inconsistent. He drops a lot of passes. He's he's a little messy. That ball last week, that game should have been tied. Yeah. He dropped. I mean, I I mean, great. He dropped a big, really good catch. Oh, he got the pass against what was it? Was it Atlanta? What the big one week? Easy one, the one I was in this bread basket yeah. down the sideline. Win the was game. Atlanta on a Sunday night. Yeah, that that should have been an easy catch. There you go. They dropped that too. I mean, you could say that. Aguilar cost him at least one. Last game would have been t- last week's game would have been tied, so you don't know if he would have cost him. But uh, yeah, Aguilar. Uh, I always find it funny when you have receivers who you know can't catch. Yeah, <laughs> like Ted Ginn yeah. for many years. Make up defensive backs at least. Yeah, I mean Ted Ginn <laughs> was like that his whole career. I mean Ted Ginn can burn you. But he dropped so many balls. Uh, no so, hands. Yeah, no hands. I mean, Aguilar has this issue. And then you, if you don't have Deshaun Jackson, who's been gone the whole season, basically, uh, you have Alshon Jeffrey as your number one. Another guy who is on his way out. He's on the latter part of his career, and his knees are all destroyed. He could barely move. He's just a big target. You just have a bunch of big targets. Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard, Alshon Jeffrey. Big targets that really can't move very well, like like or fast or anything like that. So that could be a, a big problem. I mean, maybe that's what's affecting They'll be looking Wentz. for a wide receiver in the draft. Yeah. You're going to have yeah, to get one sure. early. Because Jeffrey's older, and yeah, you're right. Deshaun Jackson's uh, old. So, but I'm looking at it, and yeah, he is, Carson, wow, he's really low. He's below Jeff Driscoll. He's $7,300. Actually, he's tied with Jeff Driscoll. Jeff Driscoll's also $7,300. Derek Carr yeah. is more than him, 7,400. I'll, I'll have him in a DFS lineup because, once again, the way you beat Seattle is by throwing on him. Yeah. I know their defense has played better, but hell, even Garoppolo looked them up. There you go, Jim. Garoppolo's so, way uh, up there. <laughs> I don't know why. So I'll, I'll have a line. I, he won't, it won't be my main lineup, mind you, but I'll have a lineup or two at Wentz in there just because it's cheap and it'll allow me to get some other players in there. Uh, we'll see if this is the week. But uh, he's been – actually, it's just been blah – Jeffrey and Aguilar are both trending in the right direction. They probably will play, but I don't know how long they're going to play or how healthy they actually are. And what if they can't run the ball? We don't right. know if Jordan Howard's going to play again with the shoulder injury. Right. Yeah, so, uh, but they do have a Jai. Yay. Yay, Jai. <laughs> oh, they're saved. They're saved. From- and he is supposed to, uh, as of this morning, they were saying he is supposed to have a significant role in this game. Which means Howard's I, probably I, out. I hope it's yes. with Butter. Yeah. Actually, they, they say Aguilar trending in the right direction with the knee issue. So, um, you didn't, I mean, you didn't acknowledge the, the gym joke, by the way. Oh, I didn't? <laughs> well, well I, I didn't catch it. I missed oh, it. Oh, butter. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I didn't catch the end of that. My apologies. It must be butter because I'm on a roll. <laughs> Come on. 
these uh, b- boomer jokes, man. You're killing us. <laughs> Jay, hey, don't you dare call me a boomer. Isn't that a bad word? Ooh. Boomer's not a bad word, is it? <laughs> They're making it to be a bad word now, you idiots. That's messed up. Everything's a freaking bad word in this world yeah. today. <laughs> I know, right? Everybody's okay, get over it yourselves, you idiots. Yeah, stop being so sensitive, all right? AJ Green, hey. no practice Friday. Consider him out. He may not come back the whole season. He's I don't not know. playing this year. Why would he come back? Yeah, why He's a free agent. There's no reason for him to come back. Right. Evan Ingram out again this week. Auden Tate back at practice. Nobody really uh, is interested in that, I don't think, though. Rhett Ellison will also be out, so the Giants have no tight end. It's very good. Good. We have no tight end moving into this game. Who's our tight end going to be? Simon. I, I can't wait. Uh, I don't know who that is. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Devonta yeah, you Free- really... You don't really have a pass-catching tight end left on the roster at this point. Yeah, there's nothing left there. Um, Freeman not spotted Friday. We know he's going to be out for a while. Uh, Austin he's Hooper out, yeah. is out, I believe. I saw yeah, that. He is. That yeah. was nailed today. Ruled that out. Is. So we're expecting a huge game from Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. Everywhere I go, I just hear everybody saying, Julio Jones is going to put up 200 yards receiving this week against Tampa Bay. But, uh, I mean, I'm almost at the point where I'm like, we're jinxing it. Speaking of props, I want to look into the props of this game for Jones and uh, Ridley. Yeah, I mean, both they got to be. It's got to be. Oh, they don't have them yet. Okay, not on my side anyway. I can't look it up. They're probably waiting for the for the actual rule out of Austin Hooper and the rest of them. Yeah, they they are waiting for stuff like. But all the games, I can't get props. I guess they don't do it early. I didn't really look early. But uh, my guess is Russell Gage could come into play in this game. Yeah, he could. Hooper's not there. You know. I mean, I, he should have a monster game, Julio Jones, but now I'm afraid of secondary. I know. Uh, David, and he's, and he's crushed Tampa, and his history shows that he just crushes Tampa Bay. I mean, it's not saying a ton, but, you know. Uh, David Njoku won't play this week. We knew that already. All right. Uh, by the way, DeAndre Hopkins finally had his best game of the season with the two touchdowns. A lot of bombs to him last night, it seemed like. And Will Fuller. I think it's all that Watson Will completed Fuller. last night with the bombs. Yeah, I, that's what yeah, it really. seemed like. It was only bombs. <laughs> I mean, Duke Johnson yeah, didn't was, get involved at all. He was off last night, too. Yeah, he was. I mean, at least he had a little bit of a bounce back here. Almost threw for 300 yards, had two touchdowns and a pick. Uh, you know, but it's better than last week. Forget about last week. Uh, all right. So, like I said, Carolina at New Orleans. We'll start with that real quick. We said Christian McCaffrey is the— George, you said that's the only guy you would want to start in this game? I think DJ Moore— He's a must-start. You're starting DJ Moore, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's the only guy I'm dying to start here. And now that I look at my site here, by the way, the uh, my line went up at minus 10.5, by the way, so I won't be betting on New Orleans. Uh, that's now a parlay. <laughs> I'll have to parlay oh, that. Oh, 10.5? Yeah, I yeah, see my, my line's half. My line is always off. This morning. Yeah. So I, 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 can't, I can't lay 10.5 points. Uh, but a parlay I can do, or a teaser. Yeah. T- right now I'm looking at maybe Cleveland as a par- part of a parlay because they're minus 550. Okay. Uh, against uh, Miami and New Orleans is minus five hundred for those uh, who are wondering if I do uh, want to go that direction. If I do a teaser, take seven points off. Or was it six seven? That's better too. I can go that direction as well. Wow, that's a big difference. Your money line for the Saints is minus five hundred. Uh, yes. On Fanduel, it's minus four thirty. Pretty big. That is that's that is bigger than normal for my line too. Off uh, the Fanduel. Yeah, that's a big difference right there. So I don't know why that is, but um. You want to catch that at nine and a half if you me. like the Saints cover, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Carolina, yeah, the starts are McCaffrey and Moore. Samuel, I'm not interested. Not interested right now, especially against the Saints. I think that's a no for me in most cases unless I'm pretty desperate. Um, what about Jim Day on the, on the Saints side of the ball? Besides Kamara and uh, Michael Thomas, I mean, Drew Brees. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, gotta like Drew Brees in this matchup, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's gonna be able to do a lot. Um, yeah, outside of that, though, I don't know if I really trust anyone. I, I mean, I, I think, uh, Lat Murray could get involved in the game if the Saints do get up to an early lead. Okay. We may see more Lat Murray in that. So I think he's a possible play this week as a decent flex option. Mm-hmm. Um, let's face it, I mean, the Panthers are very bad against the run. And if the Saints do get up to a lead, then, you know, they're probably going to want to sit Kamara a little bit based on the fact that he just recently had injury history. So mm-hmm. they want to get uh, get him a little rest if they can. And if, if this game goes the way it looks like it should go, then, you know, the, I could see Lat Murray getting a decent play in here. Other wide receivers, I don't really no. like. I do like uh, Cook. I do like Cook, though. Cook could be in play. 
on the season, the Panthers are number four against tight ends. And everybody says, whoa, you can't start a tight end against them. Over the last five weeks, they're 28th against opposing tight ends. And that includes a game this past week against Atlanta without Hooper. Um, so they, they've been getting torn up by tight Actually, they haven't really faced many tight ends over that span. It's just uh, they just get beat by the guys that are there. They played Green Bay, Tennessee, and San Fran. So, yeah. um, you know, not, not the biggest names Dwelly, except uh, for Kittle. Well, it was Dwelly, no? Was that? No, four games ago? Uh, no, that wasn't Dwelly four games ago. I guess it Kittle. was Kittle then, yeah. It was Kittle. All right. So it was a good tight end. tight end that's breathing right now, we like. Yeah, right. Uh, I mean, too many injuries. I, I, listen, first of all, this is why I don't really like those against the tight end, against the wide receiver type stats, because what's the recency bias on that? So someone could well, just look at the face I value. I pay attention to the recency bias. That's why I want to know who they research. played but people over the out last there, five weeks. If they're looking at it and they see someone's first against the tight end, but lately they've been 20th, like they might not know that. They just might take it at face value. Oh, I don't want to start my tight end against this team because they're first against the tight end, not knowing What's- that. The last That's four the same games, thing as you know. looking at a guy who scored 38 points last week and thinking he's an absolute must start this week when he's never done it before all season. You know, right. it's just people right. are like that. They look at the easy, quick things, and you know, again, it comes into play every year at draft time because everybody's looking at the final numbers of some players. But if you look at a week by week total, I mean, there's guys that have good final numbers that end up just giving you three or four good games a year. Right. The rest of the time, they're garbage. Right. So if you don't really break, it really comes down to how much work you want to put into it. If you want to put work into it, then you got to dig a little deeper. Yeah, you got to dig a little deeper. Exactly. Um, don't take it just lies at face value. And George always says it too. And statistics. Yeah. Exactly. We can make stats say anything we want to make them to say. <laughs> and George says that too. I mean, like, he doesn't like the fact that, you know, what if they played the four worst tight ends? You know, and they're first against tight ends. You know, that's skewed. So you got to look into Or if they can get beat so badly on the ground or by wide receivers, they don't have to go. The tight ends have to be used. There you go. We'll be right SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. If I get drunk, well, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who gets 
Alright. Walker. Walk 100 miles is the name of the song? 500 miles. 500? Oh man. 90s right here. I would not walk 500 miles for anybody. So. Yeah. That's for sure. I don't think there's anything I'd walk 500 miles. I like this song. It's a fun little song. It's a fun little DJ song. My daughter told me yesterday that her coach wore. It was apparently it was in the paper or something like that. Her coach left her keys someplace in Pennsylvania, and someone in Pennsylvania drove all the way to Long Island to give her her keys back. Listen, I'm a nice guy. I'm not doing that. That's a six. That's a <laughs> six-hour round trip. Just mail. Right, it. Put it in the mail, baby. Right. Put it in. There's the mail. FedEx, man. You can have my FedEx. <laughs> mail it. I don't care if you need your key. You want your keys right now? Hey, you know where I am, <laughs> Pennsylvania. I'm not coming here to get. Uh, no, no, that's not. Hell, those no people way. in Pennsylvania, they be special. I used to live nice. in Pennsylvania. It was a great place to live. Was it? My father. Yeah, lives I in enjoyed the heck out of it. Yeah. I lived just outside of Philly. It was great. Yeah. Uh, see, I lived there with my father for a while, and uh, by the third month, I was ready to jump off a bridge. Uh, oh man, I used I used to DJ at this little dive club down there. Man, we used to have so much fun. Uh, pretty much a well, guarantee on on Saturday night. I always got somebody topless, and it was usually a female. Usually. (laughs) (laughs) Jim Day likes them big freaks, too. Uh, But, yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. It was too slow for me. The motion, the movements and the everything was, it was like everything was just slow motion. You know what I mean? Coming from New York, it's like everybody does everything so fast. People are moving so fast. To go to a place like that, it's just a huge culture shock almost. You know what I'm saying? But uh, if you enjoy it, you enjoy it. I guess as you're older, you might enjoy it more. I don't know. I was younger then. It was a bunch of years ago. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I, I just, right hey, I don't know. I hooked up with a bunch of good people. We had a lot of fun. We partied our butts off. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I guess if you're going partying and DJing, that's different. You know, you're going to have a good time doing that. All right. Fantasy Football Frenzy on, uh, on a Friday. Let's bang these out. We did Carolina. We did New Orleans, uh, Carolina at New Orleans. We said who we like, who we don't. Jared Cook, we said... Two games in a row where he's had double-digit fantasy points, but he had like 10 targets two weeks ago and two targets last week and a touch. So that's why he uh, cracked double digits again. So he's not really someone you really, really trust or anything like that, but the tight end landscape's tough, and uh, you might have to do what you have to do. So he's an option, but we know who the must-starts are. What about this game? Uh, Denver Broncos at Buffalo Bills. The Bills are minus 3.5 at home. The over-under is 37.5, so you got a low total there, meaning not much offense to be had here. Fancy Taz, Jim Day, who do you uh, say are guys you got to start and maybe someone sneaky in this game that you might start? Which game is this? Denver at Buffalo. Ooh, uh, Denver at Buffalo. Um, I'm going to go with Noah Fant uh, just because the, the receivers aren't doing much for Denver, although Tim Patrick came back and looked good last week, but now he's questionable as well, so hopefully he gets in a full practice today because he did step up pretty decent last week, and I'd like to see him continue. So if he plays this week, I actually like him too. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think Noah Fant's in for a good game. Again, this is where you got to pay attention to the trends. On the season, Buffalo is number two against tight ends. Over the last five games, they're 30th, and that's against Miami twice, Philly, Washington, and Cleveland. You know, we're not talking about the – the greatest tight ends on the planet, but they've been doing damage against the Bills. There you go right there. All right, so you like Fant. Um, I guess uh, in this game I would say, you know, Singletary. I would start I would start Josh Allen. If you're rolling with him, if you got him, keep rolling with him. Why not? Uh, play that hot hand. And John Brown. Uh, Beasley's PPR... I don't know. He's on the fence for me. I probably not starting him. Denver Broncos. What do you think here, George? Uh, anybody else? Obviously, Lindsey. I think you should start. What about Royce Freeman? Starting him this week? Buffalo's much better against the pass than they are the run here. So yeah, I'm probably starting Freeman once again. It depends on who else you got there, but he's in start consideration for me. He mm-hmm. is. Lindsey's almost a certain go for me. Not sure I have much of a choice there. Uh, and betting wise, listen, I like Buffalo in this game. I like uh, right now. I got minus two hundred, minus three and a half. I like them both. 
The minus 200, I might try and get down with another parlay, or maybe even if that three-team parlay, I could throw them in there with Cleveland and New Orleans. Okay. You can fill that one in. So you like parlaying Buffalo, New Orleans, and who was the other one you said? Three-team parlay? Cleveland. If I want to do so I don't like doing three-team parlay. It's a lot to ask for. Well, you'll it get is. the price way down. So uh, maybe I will. Uh, we'll see. But if I was going to do a three-team parlay, that would be it. I will have money on Buffalo. I, uh, it's a minus three and a half. It's against Denver. At home. Coming off at, it's at home. Right. Buffalo uh, knows they have to win. They go. They play in Dallas on Thanksgiving. It's be a tougher matchup for them. They're not gonna. They're gonna take care of business here. I think Buffalo wins this game. I think it, they win it easily. Although I don't think the final score will dictate that. Right. I think it may be something like you know twenty to thirteen, where it sounds much closer than the game actually was. Right. Yeah. I think they they just cracked twenty, maybe twenty three, and they win the game. Maybe uh, twenty three sixteen, something like that. Uh, but I'm with you right there. And we said, yeah, Lindsay, uh, Cortland Sutton, you're starting. Actually, I don't Probably. know. At Buffalo, it's not a great matchup, but to. I think I think you you don't have to. I don't think you have to. Once again, very good uh, secondary there. But uh, could you have three better receivers and then a better, you know, a better flex play That's as the well? Thing, exactly. That's a lot to ask. Right. I mean, Sutton's been so good, so it's hard to hard to sit him down. But all right, Detroit Lions at Washington Redskins. This game stinks, but. Minus three and a half Detroit Lions on the road here. Road favorites. I almost like the Redskins. That's crazy, but I don't. I can't. They have no offense. Uh, over under 40 and a half. Taz, uh, who do you like in this one? I know we're, we're, you like Geis. You said it. Geis is a guy I you're starting like on the Geis. Redskins. Um, let's see. Uh, you know what? I'm having a hard time for the Redskins anyway. I there's no I, one I don't else. like any of the re- yeah. yeah, I don't like any of the receivers. Geis is the only play I would make on this. Maybe team McLaurin. Right now. Maybe. Yeah, not not, not I, I just can't Slay. trust McLaurin. He's only getting what three or four targets a game right now with Haskins. Yeah. Um I, I just don't know if I trust that at all. Um and I'm not really enamored with uh with Galladay either. He's taken a huge hit with Driscoll under center. Mm-hmm. His numbers with Driscoll are, are just unbearable. I mean, not even startable at this point. Wait. Is that true? Wait, he's played two games, right? Driscoll or three? No. Two, uh, I believe. Two, I believe. Two yeah. full. Two, yeah. two, two, two. So, wasn't one of them, he, I believe he had what? Like, he, got a, he got a touchdown against Chicago. Right. On a, I don't want to say a Hail Mary, but one that was like it. And uh, pretty much he had what, one catch last week against Dallas. Same thing. Uh, Driscoll threw one up there. And it right. really should have been picked off, but uh, Galladay went up and got it. Right. So, uh He's not getting as much use, but once again, those are better defenses than what he's going to see on Sunday. Uh, I don't love Gallaudet. I, I have him as a wide receiver too, but I'm starting him. Yeah, I mean Mar- had- Marvin Jones. He seems to like throwing to Marvin Jones more. He does, yeah, and that's it. Mar- and Marvin Jones is in play. I, I don't look. Everybody says thinks you know Redskins are so terrible on defense. Over the last five weeks, they're number ten against opposing quarterbacks and number seven against opposing wide receivers. And over those five weeks, they played San Francisco, Minnesota. Buffalo and the Jets. So, you know, they're playing a little better. They're 19th on the year against opposing wide receivers, but only 7th over the last five games. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, you're still going to start. When you add Driscoll to that mix, I don't like Galladay. I just don't. I I mean, he had the nine targets the week before, but only caught three of them. Um, Which shows Driscoll's not on point. Yeah, the passes weren't that, that good. I'd love to see what the catchable rate was for those nine passes can't be all that good i would imagine because the one thing we know about galladay is he's a guy who go up and get the ball right and uh you know so all you gotta do is get it near him and he's one of those guys who can come down with it so and then last week he had the five targets but only caught one of them yeah so that that scares the heck out of me right now yeah it's true ba- that's why they call him baby tron he gets those contested catches i mean he knows how to knows how to get it done i'm sure he's dropped one or two but this looks skewed because I mean, to catch four passes out of 14 targets, I mean, that's on the quarterback right there. So, uh, yeah, I feel you. Marvin Jones I would play, though, as we said. Uh, and Bo Scarborough, I mean, good luck with that, you know? Uh, it depends uh, on who you, know, you got. I, I, I'm having a hard time with the whole Bo, Bo Scarborough thing. It's a whole nother, you know, do you want to test, you know, trust this guy that comes out of nowhere at the end of the season? Mm-hmm. How rarely does it hit? And, you know, again, recency bias comes into play because everybody points to last year and what Damian Williams has done, what he mm-hmm. did last year at the end of the season. 
and everybody's looking for that magic now. And I, I, it's just so hard to trust these guys. One-week sensations. I know. It really is. It's hard to trust. They might go committee. I mean, but we saw with Jonathan Williams last night. That didn't happen. But it's a different team, different game. Uh, you would think they run the ball a lot in this game against the Redskins because the Redskins are obviously one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, but it's hard to trust this guy coming in this week. All right, so there you go. Uh, let's do Tampa Bay at Atlanta. We spoke a little bit about it. The uh, Falcons are minus three and a half at home, playing a lot better lately, especially defensively. Uh, and the over-under is 51 and a half. This is a game where you want to be a part of. Fantasy. Uh, oh yeah, I think this, it's this the highest, the highest total. Board. Yeah, yeah, the highest total on the board all week. Right. Everything you look at points to it being a high-scoring game. Uh, the Falcons don't have their main running back. Uh, the Bucks don't have a running back. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, and both passing defenses can be beat. Although Atlanta has really taken a major step forward the last two weeks, and. That's why I kind of like, love their defense this week against uh, Tampa Bay. Even though Tampa Bay will put up points, I'm looking for quite a few uh, turnovers. turnovers in this one and hopefully a pick six. But I am definitely riding a red-hot Falcons defense at home. So I think uh, it, it could definitely be a game where you know we see Winston throwing the ball like 50 times. Right. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I, listen, I, I think Atlanta's defense is a great stream, not only for this week, but for the rest of season because – they got the division, uh, you know, every single game basically, and then some cookie, you know, cupcake matchups. But they've crushed the division two weeks in a row now, uh, and now you got the worst team in the division you're playing this week at home. So yeah, I'm with you there, Jim Day. Uh, what else on the Falcons? I mean, you, you got Julio, you got Ridley. You're playing them. Hooper's out. I do like the running backs in both in, on both these teams, George. Too. You want to know why? Because of the high-scoring total, and there's going to be a lot of back and forth. The more these offenses drive, and if it's through the air, so be it. But that just means more opportunities for these running backs to get goal-line carries and score touchdowns, you know? But you're gambling on that. Yeah, I mean, gambling on that, that. I don't really I'm like Brian Hill as much. I so like Rojo. In this I don't think, uh, see, I, I probably prefer Brian Hill here because I think Tampa's going to be behind. I think they'll be behind by a lot. I think Julio Jones and Ridley are gonna, and Matt Ryan are going to go bananas okay. on Sunday. I don't see Tampa being able to stop them. It could be 14 up to before Tampa even knows what the hell's going on, which mm-hmm. means Rojo goes bye-bye as far as the running game is concerned. Well, now you need to get him into the end zone, but you're going to need that. Mm-hmm. And Winston throws the ball into the secondary. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, what's the over-under in this game 51 here? and a half. 51, 51 and a half. half. The top. Yeah, I think yeah. – uh, I can't see Atlanta not scoring in the 30s. You know, 28 to Yeah, 31. I think the over is a pretty decent bet here. Yeah, I'm, ta- I'm taking the over here. I think points are going to be put up on the board here. I think you're going to see a lot of stacks in the <sighs> DFS from these two teams, too. Yeah, yeah. This is the stack game, obviously. I mean, but just the thing is, uh, because everybody's so high on this being such a high-scoring game, I have a feeling it's not going to be. But that being said, you're still starting Julio and Ridley. You're still starting Godwin and Mike Evans. Uh, and that's about it in terms of the wide receivers. I don't know if you want to start Winston, take a chance. He's still a pretty decent he's, fantasy quarterback. He's top 12. Yeah, I guess so. You know, the matchups are right, but Atlanta's been a lot better. Uh, oh, we're done. I wanted to do... <laughs> I wanted to do Green Bay at San Francisco. Sunday night football. Nice game. Two strong teams playing, but, uh, you know, good luck this weekend. I hope everybody gets it done. Hit us up on Twitter if you have questions. Fancy Taz, Jim Day, George Kurtz, boy, the Close Cruise Venture. Get on the grid. We'll see you next time. Good luck. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes 
and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. I'm going to miss you. Here's what you missed on Fantasy Football Frenzy. I didn't want it to end. George, is there, is there anyone you think that stands out to you that maybe uh, a lot of people might not think of starting? Well, looking for a lower, uh, what, a lower ranked running back that you'd probably put in there. Oh, it could be anybody. Wide receiver. Doesn't matter. Oh, man, I don't know if anybody stands out. I mean... Are we gonna play the game with Detroit? Who are you gonna start there? I mean, I, I, yeah, I want right. to start Scar. I just got a funny feeling we get screwed out of this. Yeah, hey, this won't be the Bo Scarborough week. That maybe it was because you know he's the ex Cowboy playing Dallas last week. That's why he was big, and I can see this being almost a nightmare on uh, uh, on Sunday. Maybe it's the McKissick week. Mm-hmm. You know, this is uh, this worries me a lot. And I have them ranked similarly because I'm not so sure, and I don't want to jump on uh, that bandwagon. Um, other than that, I don't know if anybody. Yeah, he mostered. San Fran, Green Bay's had problems with the run this year. Right. You know, they banged up. Coleman's been a little quiet of late. Braid is banged up. So maybe it's a Mostert week. Yeah, could be. I mean, uh, what's the deal with, with Breida right now? Is he questionable? Last I saw, he was, yes. Yeah, questionable. All right, so, yeah, if he's out, you would think Mostert would get a good amount of work. I mean, but Jeff Wilson could get involved, too. I mean, he, he had the touchdown, and he was the guy for San Francisco last game, so... Uh, the guy that got it done in terms of running backs, the other running backs, Coleman and Mostert, couldn't really get it done. So, uh, yeah, it's tough to call San Francisco. I hate these committees. You know, these committees are killer out there. Uh, like I thought the Colts might have been. Like the Lions might be. Now, a lot of people might start Scarborough because they see Jonathan Williams get 26 carries for 100 yards and a touchdown. So I could see a lot of people getting pushed to start Scarborough, but I just don't know. I mean, it, it could be a committee. Like uh, George said, you know, you could see it be McKissick Day or, or even uh, Ty Johnson maybe gets involved. Who knows? But let's do it like this. Let's go, let's go game by game here. I just want to break down these games. Let's start with the Carolina Panthers at New Orleans Saints. The Panthers are plus 9.5, uh, plus 3.50 on the money line on the road here. Over under 46.5, pretty high. So, George, I'll start with you. Uh, do you like any of this in terms of wagering? First of all, before we talk about fantasy. Oh, in terms of wagering. Oh, yeah. well, that's, that's something a little different here. A little wagering. Um, yeah, let's a little betting here. Uh, I, think, I think Carolina's running on fumes. I think, uh, I don't want to say they've been lucky this season because I don't think that's fair, but I think the Kyle Allen magic maybe is going away. Yeah. You know, uh, so uh, I think the Saints are, are uh, doing the opposite. They're getting ready for that playoff push, for that number one seed push. I like the Saints a lot as far as wagering is concerned here. Uh, I'm not going to touch the over under. Yeah, I think the Saints will cover. Uh, I don't like the uh, – I'm not going to touch the over-under. I just don't trust that offense anymore in Carolina outside of really CMC. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the only, only person I really uh, would go with there. There'll be props I'm going to play, of course, but that's for every game. Uh, I love my props. <laughs> you love your props. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, Yeah. 
and some waves so we could go surfing. Oh. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl, go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Slash compatibility.